0: You are tuned into
1: your voice, your power with Anika. Real lives, real stories, and real hope through transformational leadership. You have entered the safe zone. The safe space for creatives, executives, business owners, dreamers, and leaders of the new school. Sharing tips, tools, and resources to thrive with authenticity as authorities on a global scale. Transformation is power, and so is your truth. Stay tuned for The Real Deal with Anika and her guests.
2: Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I
3: am Anika Wilson, and today we are doing one of our power panels. And the topic today is what you're working with. I'm not going to go any further before we introduce everyone. I just want you to marinate on that right now. You know, it's 2020, it's a new year, and I just want to know what you're working with. So we are going to start off with our guest introductions, and we're going to start off with James. James, tell the world who you are and what you do.
0: Hi, well, thanks you for having me on here, Anika. Um, So uh, I am a chef by trade who... Has gone on quite the journey and it finally came to uh, a, food func- a, a functional food company named uh, Castle Hill Foods that puts out a product called Pluck. And it's basically my way of trying to help people. I really believe organ meats are the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet. We're not getting in our diet. 92% of the Americans are nutrient deficient. So we have to figure that out because I believe if we feel better, we're going to treat other people better. So Pluck is a way it's an organ based seasoning. So it's, it tastes good, but you're getting the nutrients from organs. So it's an easy, delicious way to get nutrient density into your food.
3: I love that. And I like that you're making it taste better because I eat it because I know I'm supposed to, because it's the fastest way to get your iron and your other nutrients. But there's many people that frown their face up real good and like, no way, but I get it. And thank you for what you do. Thank you. All right, Cootie Mack, tell the world who you are and what you do.
4: So I'm, I'm sorry about that. I'm Cootie Mack, personal trainer, nutritionist, fitness philosopher, and record industry veteran. And basically, I'm based out of the D.C. area, but I'm worldwide. And I help people be their best on a daily basis as a habit. I try to, I try to incorporate every bit of my energy towards helping people create, build, maintain a healthy lifestyle, whether that's from education, from exercise, from music, or just from mindset. That's just what I do. I'm here to help.
3: And I feel your energy because you're making me feel guilty for all kinds of my lifestyle choices while looking at you. I could just feel it. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you for being here. And maybe some of that'll rub off on my uh, New Year's resolution. I'm one of those that contributes to the gym at the beginning of the year and never shows up, but we're not going to tell anybody.
4: I'm one of those people that carry you from about January 19th, (laughs) 20th throughout the rest of the year.
3: Appreciate you because I showed me one. I got you. <laughs> All right. Samantha, tell the world who you are and what you do.
2: I am Samantha Saunders, a life professional counselor. So I help professional women of color to heal their trauma, rediscover who they are, and live a life they desire. So I just help people with narcissistic relationships through one-on-one, one-on-one services or group programs. I appreciate you
3: for what you do. I am getting my PhD in IO psychology after working in clinical for 20 years. And Lord knows that we talk about trauma all the time on my platforms because it is the core. It is the core. Absolutely. Whether you you deal with it, don't deal with it, run from it, hide from it. It is the real deal. So thank you for what you do. Thank you. All right. I want to introduce the co-host for this episode. I have never had a co-host in three years, almost four years. And today we have Siltona Cawthorn, your encouragement sister. Siltona, tell the world who you are and what you do.
1: My name is Sultana, and as Anika said, I am your encouragement sister. I am the original. You will not meet another. Another. It is my divine assignment to encourage, motivate, and inspire, uplift, and nurture women, women of color, um, women that are in that next, next, next chapter of life. I also mentor youth, and I will nurture, motivate, and encourage Anyone that needs some. And this is what I do. I'm a motivational speaker, a poet, an author, uh, an entrepreneur. So this is what I do. And I am honored to be on this podcast as a co host to help my sister, Anika. And uh, do we go? Should I introduce the topic again today? Go ahead
3: and tell them what we're talking about today.
1: All right. Today, we're going to ask the question, and I'm looking for answers. The question is what you're working with? and we're addressing what skills and gifts that you have. Are you aware that you have skills and gifts? Have you identified them? Have you developed them? Are you currently in development of these things? And also on the end piece, if we have time, what are you doing with them? So what you're working with and what you're doing with what you're working with. And that's what I'm saying. All
3: right, what's the first question?
1: What you're working with? Do you have skills and uh, gifts? Do you have them?
3: Hmm. Let's go to Kudamak first. Kudamak, what you working with?
4: What am I working with? I'm working with patience.
1: Ooh,
4: I'm working with patience, long suffering, long standing, like grace. Mm. And um, when you're in the business that involves other people, which every every professional walk of my life has included, whether it was the music industry or fitness, patience is a virtue and the, the odd thing about patience is that no matter how much you have matter of fact the more aware of how much you have the more aware of how much you don't have mm. so in dealing with people personalities like the personal part of personal training I take very seriously You know, I I take very seriously that I'm with people in their most vulnerable states. You know, we were just talking, you know, top of this show and you and immediately stuff just started pouring out of you about what you hadn't accomplished this year and what you weren't doing. And I'm meeting people at that spot and they've got to be able to trust that that not only do I got them, but I'll carry them through. And if it's even literally exercising the way I train people, they'll get to a point where their bodies are going to fail on them. So they're telling everybody to do something, and, and these people who are successful in everything else that they do are sitting there trying to do whatever—a push up, a curl, a, a lunge—and they're to a point where they cannot. It's like everything is screaming, "Stop! You can't! You can't! You can't! You can't!" And I've got to be like, you know what? You can. And that, and that takes patience, you know. That that you know, because sometimes you'll see somebody that you know, man. If you had eaten what I told you to eat, gotten the rest I told you to get, came to the session on time, did you know? You'd be a lot further along than you are now but I've got to hear a person talk about I've got to because I take statistics so I got to see the statistics and the statistics will tell me because I'm I've been doing this long enough to know what you did two days ago just by what today's statistics tell me versus your last statistic so when I'm looking at these statistics and they know I'm going to stat them up and they're like I don't remember what I ate I'm like oh let me help you how about salt and they're like how do you know are you clairvoyant no and and this is a daily thing that's going on for a decade and a half and when I was working in the music business I don't know if you can see the plaques behind you but there's some big time artists on here and I can't tell you how many times I'll give you one example I worked with the super group outcast one of the biggest rap groups ever in the history of of music let alone rap and I can't tell you one time, the deception I think of the one record, Miss Jackson, that's the only record that I ever walked into a, a radio station and said, hey, I need you to play this. And he didn't give me a side eye. And these guys sold millions upon millions upon millions of records. And every single time, with the exception of one single, when I came in there and said, hey, I need you to play this, that I wasn't met with resistance. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. It sounds weird. Da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah. You know, so the patience it takes. To tell people what they either need to know, should know, help them along, that takes patience. But at the same time, one of the things that helps me with patience is honestly seriously being grateful for the patience that's been afforded me throughout my life. For as great as I, for as great as I like to fancy myself as be, as great as I think I might be, if I'm really real with myself, what I can tell you is that there have been points all along the line, especially when I was a record executive, that somebody was just like, Man, cut this guy a break, man. <laughs> you know, I know he can be a little bit much, but, you know, give him a break. And and like like I was telling you, Anika, you know, I had a situation on Monday where I just got caught flat footed. I'm not a I'm not what do you call? I was about to say meteorologist, astrologist. You know, I I, you know I know I'm a Taurus because my grandmother told me, but that's it, right? So I don't know how this stuff works, but I hear about Mercury and retrograde and all this, all these you know, if it's a full moon, blue moon, I don't know, but I know whatever all that stuff was, it was all crossing the wrong way on Monday. And everything went left for me. Everything, I, my sleep wasn't enough. My, nothing was enough. I was there and I wasn't there. So I, I uncharacteristically missed an appointment. Missed an appointment, uncharacteristically. And, by the to, and, and on top of that, not to uh, court sympathy, but I, I got the word that a friend passed away. So, you know, so all this hits me. And by the time I get my footing back, I would look up and I'm like 15, 16 minutes late for this appointment. So I jump in you know, on my Zoom, pull it up, Hey, i I'm here. And when I check my email, the person is like, man, you know, I've been sitting here for 15 minutes, you know, you wasted my time, you know, I'm out, I got stuff to do. And we've been going back and forth all day long because there's a, there's a huge miscue in the schedule. And so all day long, as, 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 you, as you and I know, it, right? all day long, we just going back and forth about schedule, back and forth about schedule. Finally, we get this thing straight and I miss the appointment. And I was sick to my stomach because I don't miss appointments. I'm holding so many other things together personally in life. We all got our issues. It's COVID. It's all kinds of stuff. I'm holding all these things together by just the skin of my teeth. And this one marble falls off the floor, just keeps rolling down the hallway. And all I wanted was some grace. And this person was not giving me an inch of it. Now, I thought about it for a second. I paused. I said, okay, instead of being mad and returning fire for fire, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to eat this, you know, because whatever the situation was, you don't, it don't matter if somebody died on my end. It doesn't matter what kind of stuff. I told you I was going to be somewhere at a certain time. I wasn't there. I'm sorry. That's on me. How can I, how can I return the favor? Person gave me the long, silent treatment, the whole nine and came back blasting like, yeah, it's obvious you, you don't have your stuff together and da, 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 da. And I was like, holy smoke. I said, you know what? You, I earned that from you. But then what happens 48 hours later? We have a scheduling mix up, right? How did I respond to you? What can I do to help? With grace. Because that grace, man, because I was like, yo, I can't do what was done to me. And me, being, me realizing that even me trying to be my best. My slogan is BYBD, be your best daily. This person took that and flipped it on me. You talking about being your best daily? You're not You're not even your best. And I was like, whoa. I, I, man, I have not caught smoke like that in a long time. But I had to eat it all. I took it. And in grace, I was like, you know what? And not even knowing that I need to actually re- return that favor, return that lesson as soon as you know, 48 hours later. So I'm working with patience, And I'm utilizing that in everything. I've utilized it in everything I'm doing. And I'm only getting better at it. But I know I still got a ways to go.
1: You, me, and everyone, anyone that says they don't have a long way to go with grace or that they're always gracious makes me really skeptical. I'm just saying, not talking about anybody, but if everyone says they're always gracious, I'm a little skeptical. I appreciate that. And i don't like calling on people. So y'all just you jump in. Mr. Chef, and I do apologize. What is your first name?
0: Always, oh, yes, yeah, James. Uh, well, yeah. I was going to offer Samantha to go. I, you okay. know, I feel so, like male, female. You know what I mean? Like, let's,
1: <laughs> let's let's go. But okay, Samantha, James, asking you, what you working with?
2: <laughs> so, so, I think the just the ability to just be really intuitive into how someone is feeling or what their experience is. I'm really big on helping people be able to heal from just their past or what they've been through, not let it stop them from where they need to go within their life. And so I do base it off on my own experiences, you know, with being in a toxic relationship before and having family who was not the healthiest and just being able to still not let that stop me for from, um, you know, going in business on my own and for being, being able to just push past of what was in front of me to really figure out what I need to do. So I'm able to just be, really in tune with, okay, if I can tell, like if someone's talking to me, I can be able to be able to understand that, okay, I see you've been hurt from this area. Like I'm really good at be able to just intuitive, just really see what's going on in that moment and be able to see on this is what needs to happen for you to be able to just feel the same thing. Like just feel at your best. Cause I can see on when people have these experiences they don't realize are stopping them. It really if we don't see it as growth, it literally just stops you in your tracks from dealing with certain issues, you know? And so as I can see that, as I'm working with clients consistently and helping them, because a lot of times when we get into these kind of toxic relationships, when we're people pleasing constantly, you're just, you know, being codependent, always worried about someone else's doing instead of worrying about ourselves. We constantly just not live at our full potential because of it and so just being able to help people just to work through that and heal through that and just kind of really tell if someone's saying like oh no I just you know don't like to to deal with it or I don't want to do work with it right now and I'm like okay it's exactly what's stopping you from being able to move forward in your relationship or that's stopping you from moving forward in your whether it's career or whether in your life because of this trauma this experience that's happened to you so
0: I I gotta say Anika I'm just I'm just so in I'm loving this format I'm just so honored to be getting to hear your guys' stories and and I usually am only on podcasts alone you know I mean so it's like it's so lovely to actually be a part of a community right now you know we are right now we are a community and and I just this is a beautiful format so thank you for creating this
3: my pleasure.
0: Holy moly. <laughs> um, I'm just feeling that. That's just, it's just so, I mean, I think, I think in a sense, when I'm trying to, th- this speaks to a bigger issue, which is the last two years, we've been so isolated, you know, and, 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 and in many ways, I feel like I've lost many of my, I, I want to say tribe, but there weren't, really weren't even my tribe, but friends over, over kind of differences of politics or differences of opinion around their health or whatever it is. And so I I know that I've, I just felt very isolated. Um, the way we're wearing masks now, I, we're in, I'm in Portland, Oregon, as I mentioned, so we're still wearing masks everywhere. And I feel isolated because I can't see people's smiles. Uh, when I drop off my kids at school, I can't, I, I don't get, there's no time to get to talk to parents anymore, to get to know them, to create community. So I just appreciate this because uh, I'm not doing this enough. So thank you all. Um, I think I'm, I really, I, I really like what, what um, Cody Mac and Samantha, what you both said. And and I really like the resistance you were talking about Cody Mac. Like I, I feel that I feel that just all the time right now. And, and, and that resistance, what it's bringing up for me is hope. And I think hope and faith kind of go together. Um, but I'm just things have felt so kind of dire at certain points the last two years that, and, I'm seeing like kind of the shaming, the reactions in my own life and, and it being done to other friends. And I'm just feeling like it's got to get better. And, and, and then even in my own business, I'm hitting so much resistance because the product that I have is a brand new, but no one's ever done it before. And so no one knows what all the, regula- the regulatory services, the supply chains, no one knows what to do with me. The USDA doesn't know what to do with my product fda you know none of them know what to do and and i'm trying to find facilities for co-packers and i'm constantly hitting resistance and um and yet my goal my mission is just to help i'm just trying to i'm just trying to get help people get healthy you know what i mean so i'm not trying to just i'm not trying to um create uh you know uh like a a laboratory chemical that's going to poison people and just trying to make money off of that. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to take whole foods, real foods and get, make them accessible to people yet. I'm hitting so much resistance. And, and so what I've been really trying to, what I've been with and what I've been in is really trying to shift my, my perspective and how that shows up is when something's happening, we, we typically, when something's happening around us, we say, Oh, this is happening to me right with that's that's the wording we use oh this happened to me so i'm changing that i'm trying to say this is happening for me and that change is so important for my mind shift and my energy shift because it's giving it's supporting the hope right as i hit the resistance it's it's supporting that language of hope because it's not happening to me it's happening for me how is this going to make me better and I believe even the, the, the situation you mentioned, Cooney Mac, is, is exactly, you did that. You, you modeled, I took a situation where you, you know, was, there was resistance, there was clashing, but yet you then applied, I'm gonna make it better for the next person that's in, I'm in this situation. So you did that, you, know, you took it and how, how am I gonna make, how, this just happened for me, how am I then gonna pay it forward? You know, you modeled that and, that, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do.
4: Yeah, uh, gratitude, uh, you know, that's something that most recently, you know, probably the most recent lesson in all the stress and strife I've been going through the last couple of years, gratitude, uh, and it's not to say that the things that you either fear that, or that may have hurt or, or wounded you are not real, like, those things are real things, but again, the perception of it, you know, one thing that somebody told me to do that sounded insane when they asked me to do it, they are like, look, the person or the thing that you, the, the noun. The noun that that, you know, is that is at the core of your offense. Look at that noun and write down six affirmative statements that you're grateful for about that noun. And so I'm I, I start. It sounds insane, but, you know, I'm just I'm open minded. I start and I got to about four and I was really at my wits end. And the person was like, no, nah, you need to write six. And the fifth and sixth one that came out were honest. And it took some time. <laughs> it took some time, but the, and he said, "Okay, now you got those six things. You need to just reaffirm those things every single day, every morning, whatever your routine is. You look at those six things and just kind of put them up on whatever altar you succumb to." I said, "All right, fine." And the interest and what he was saying, which is sort of a false thing, he said, "You'll see that noun's behavior turning your favor." It never did turn in my favor, or still hasn't turned in my favor. But what did happen was the way I perceived everything was sort of like what you just said, it's, as opposed to things happening too. It was like okay, for, like okay, in the mouth of whatever that resistance, to use your word, was in the mouth of it. Okay, what am I grateful for? What 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 what, what has been what has opened my eyes? What, what what is it that I can do to make this one step better after being filtered through me? And so, yeah, I totally agree with you. I love that. Like that, this didn't happen to me. This happened for me. It, it, and it takes it takes a lot of processing to get from two to four. That, that, you know, yeah. those are two
0: completely different prepositions, man. You oh, know. and you and you can know it intellectually, but that doesn't mean you do it, right? Yeah. It's and, like and it or takes it doesn't time. mean you feel it.
4: That doesn't mean you feel it, <laughs> right? You know? That doesn't mean you feel it. But but what I realized was, you know, being more and more unreasonably um, motivated from within, as opposed to from without. Yeah, that man. That's that's it. When you can unlock that, where it's like you know, no matter what's coming at you, you can push and create a margin and say, okay, I'm gonna create this margin, and more than anything else, I'm gonna pause. It's gonna stop. You'd be amazed at how just stopping for ten seconds, taking a deep breath. This is a little super fact mixed with some super food. One of the best, just if I may put my nutritionist hat on, oxygen is our primary fuel source a lot of times you ask people what's your primary fuel source they'll talk talk about foods and all this kind of stuff you can on purpose or or not on purpose stop eating for a month people do it people do it for religious reasons all the time for fitness reasons whatever you can stop drinking water for a day you're gonna be in bad shape you'll be in bad shape but you can stop drinking water for a day but let you just stop breathing for about four minutes and that's it it's a wrap. So oxygen is our primary fuel source. Before any, that's why our bodies don't even allow us to choose when to breathe. That's why when we're not feeling well, if you think about it, what gets interrupted? Our breath. When you're sad, you're crying. You, you don't breathe correctly, right? When you're scared, you hold your breath. You, you get what I'm saying. So typically, when we, when we, even as, even as. Automatic as breathing is, when our breathing is disturbed, we feel ill. When our breathing is that's one of the first times we know we're sick, oh man, my nose is stopped up, right? I, I, I inhale, I start to cough or sneeze. But when you take a cough drop, cough drop and your nose clears up, immediately you feel better, right? Because you're exchanging oxygen. So again, I bring it back to that point. You pause for 10 seconds and just breathe. And all the chaos, if you're in an angry you know, text exchange with somebody or even in a discussion, if you just stop and breathe, you'll be amazed at how all the crazy just slows down. And people will be like, "You all right?" Like I'll do it. I'll be mid conversation, just and folks will be like, "You all right, man?" Give me a minute, right? Yes. Okay. What I was saying was, bah. and and and, and just so just stopping, pausing—that gives you margin, that gives you space, that gives reason, your biology, everything to just say. Okay, let's calm down. You ever try to match breaths with somebody that was sleeping? Even if it was a child, they're breathing so deep, right? Inhale, then exhale. And I, and I used to try to do it when I was a kid, like try to breathe like my uncle when he was sleeping. It was impossible. And I realized, but that's how relaxed you are when you're asleep. That's why all the healing and recovering happens while you're asleep because you're exchanging oxygen at a high rate. So again, you can control that during your day. Most of the time you feel yourself getting worked up, pay attention to your breathing and you realize how much you're just not breathing. How hard is you got to tell yourself to just stop, inhale for five seconds, exhale for five seconds. And the, and sometimes the pause might, there've been times I've seen a text that made me have to pause for like three hours. <laughs>
1: Like, yes. like I'll
4: pause and I'll, I'll, and every time I go to send it, my adrenaline starts rushing again. I'm like, okay. Come back. I start, my adrenaline starts, ru- like, okay. A respect the pause. I'm telling you, it helps. It helps us all. It helps us all communicate. It helps us all exchange. It helps us all just be our best. That is awesome. All you've talked about things
1: that are what I'm working with, but also I always say any situation, what was the lesson and the blessing from that? And you Cootie Mac, you took the lesson and the blessing and it applied to your interaction with Anika. Now you could have responded and internalized and I'm all upset and she ain't this and she ain't that cause I'm always on my game at blah, blah, blah but you got your lesson and your blessing. And then Samantha, you talked about what you've dealt with with your family and you know the relationship but you've taken the lesson and the blessing to help others and then James you're talking about that you want to help people be healthier and that's when I'm saying we are our solutions
2: okay.
1: and not even going into the pandemic and just how unprecedented and horrendous and I can't talk about it too much cuz it's you know heart wrenching but where are our lessons from this? If we're in a lockdown or you're locked in and you're confined and we're not going running all the time, like I, I used to run outside, I couldn't wait to go, get on the mic somewhere and go to a community event. And okay, so now everything is internalized and everything is stopped. I'm like, I have no events to go to. Ain't no one asked me to be on the mic. What am I gonna do? How about breathe, take a moment and be still be on my assignment, create. And what can I give people back? So I'm a skilled, um, I'm a life skills trainer now. I'm an, and I don't even like the titles but I'm an encouragement coach. I'm an encouragement coordinator. But what I do, look, I don't have, my titles change but what do I do? I inspire and encourage. I create to do those three things. I speak to do those three things. So whether it's poetry, a book, on the mic, a podcast, a phone call, um, a hug. I've hugged people during, and my daughter definitely cut me the side eye when I hugged this person in the pandemic. I was like, God has me covered and I have on a mask and they need a hug. (laughs) The young woman needed a hug. I'm like, okay, we are gonna go in and then we might have to call the doctor next week. But I didn't have to call the doctor and I gave her what she needed at that moment. We need to be there for each other. I'm not telling anybody go and hug people. I'm not saying, don't say, do, do not say, so told you to do that. you got to do what you feel comfortable doing. That was my assignment at that moment. But I'm saying all this to say that the reason I can do all the things that I say that I do, because I'm using, like Samantha said, what I'm working with, I'm working for my past. And what Cootie what Matt said, I'm working for my failures. And what James said, I'm working for the fact that I want to help people. Have I failed? A lot. Um, can't count, numerous, but I remember how I felt. So I can help that person who feels like that. I can help you come from that pit experience. I can share my pit experience because you feel that you're all alone. We can talk about when I shamed my own self. We can talk about how I felt. Of how I felt When you had that feeling in your stomach, Cootie, uh, Cootie Mac, I, I've had that feeling. That's a horrible feeling when you when 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 nothing is physical well nothing no one has hit you but you get that in your stomach it's like oh how do you get rid of that i know how to get rid of that now why cuz i've been through it so many times and trial and error i now know what works for me what works for me may not work for james but i can share
0: so that's
1: what i'm working with i'm working with my past i no longer focus on it cuz i'm not going that way but i picked up the lessons and the blessings from it and that's what I'm working with. But working with my gifts and skills, my talents to help people, help people not stay in that place, stay in that rock in the, in the pit of your stomach place. Everybody's going to go there because things are going to happen that don't turn out the way we want to turn out, but you don't have to stay there. You can move from it. You can rise above it. So that's what I'm working with. But if everyone is finished talking about, you know, just touching on what you're working with, I really want to just have us steer and ask are you developing skills now or do you feel you're totally developed you know so what are you working on with what you're working with are you developing these things now
0: well i, I i'll jump I was in i'm gonna call a, on james
1: and he went yes yeah, I'm <laughs>
0: I'm, i mean i'm Thank always a work in progress i mean honestly yeah uh, i i don't think i i don't think uh you know, there's, there's lots of sayings around this stuff, but it's like, when you stop learning, you're you you, you you're dead, you know, spiritually, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe not physically, but spiritually, you, it's just, it's always about learning. And, and and I can't help but think of like, you know, this gets tossed around a lot, but that, that Maya Angelou quote, right? Do, do better, or, or do good until you know better, and then do better, you know, that I'm, I'm messing it up. But you know what I'm talking about? Fine. But, like, but that's, but that's the thought. Yes. Yeah, sir. that's the thought. And it's like, that, that to me is my mantra. It's like, it, it, we've got to always be learning. And then as we learn new things to be better and treat people better and to, so, you know, to, uh, to spread our, our gifts better, then you do it. You just keep taking those. And, I, and, I don't, and that's the thing. I think, I think what we're all talking about too is that judgment we put on each other is like, well, how fast is it happening? How big are the steps? And I'm like, you go at your pace. If your pace is a baby step, and that other person's step is, is a giant step, then we don't need to sit there and be in judgment of each other. We can honor, that's that, that person's process and that's my process, Or you know what I mean?
3: Or the competition that everybody is so addicted to nowadays, like everybody is competing and comparing and there's no comparison. We're all unique. We all have something to offer. I'm sorry. You just hit on that, James. I had to jump in like, yes, judgment from judgment. I see competition. I see envy. I see instant gratification. And that's all the things that are stealing, killing and destroying everything that we have out there to give to the world.
0: I, and I just listened to a really great podcast where it talked about exactly these qualities and they, they describe them as masculine. Ah. Masculine qualities. Don't and get me started, now.
1: James. Don't ah. get me started. Don't get me started. Under. I will get up and run around this room and throw something. But we're not. I'm it's, true. I'm it it's true. It is true. No,
0: masculine qualities. And now down. we are shifted since 2012. We are shifting into the feminine. And men that don't get men that don't start getting in touch with their feminine side and get off this judgment train. And and, and I'm saying men, but it could be women too, of course, but Mm -hmm. we don't get off this judgment train and this, this harshness and this, this challenging warlike you know, stance, we don't get off this. You're going to, you're, you're not going to survive into the next 40 years. You're just not, you won't be able to transition into this new feminine age.
3: It's an outdated mindset. And I'm, I'm getting my PhD in, in psychology and I study leadership. And my dissertation is on how leadership has changed. Leadership theory is built on a white man, period, totally. period, and 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 everything that goes with it. You know, the history is that leadership is transactional. Well, women are transformational, and so that is the thing is that we're finding that this authoritative, dominating, you know, energy that is considered masculine, which I'll be honest, we're being transparent on here. Everybody's always considered me masculine because I was a correction officer. I, I prefer Nikes over stilettos. Like, you know, yeah, I wear nails, but normally I got on sweats or some doggone, you know, Air Force Ones or some cargo pants. But at the end of the day, energy is energy is energy. What's effective? What do people need? And it is okay if any individual has a combination of characteristics. There is nothing to say that a man has to be a certain way. A woman has to be a certain way. And who cares? Who cares? If you're not looking underneath the pants, it's none of your business what they got anyway. So at the end of the day, we have to stop having this old conservative mindset that there's only one way to skin a cat. Okay, sorry, I don't want any PETA people. There's only one way to do things. Because ultimately, one of the things that makes today so unique is that, I mean, let's be real, you got the Great Recession. People are leaving jobs, they're leaving corporate, nobody wants to be in the black and white day and age anymore. You've got more entrepreneurs, you got more people out here doing what they love, following their passion and following their gifts. And that's why we're talking about what you're working with that outdated mindset. I'm over it. I'm over it. Been over it was born over it. And I think Cootie Mac says something about like back in the day, like growing up or whatever I was born. My mom said at four years old, what did I want to be? And I told her the boss. Mm -hmm. And that's just because I never, I could never conform since the beginning of my time i can't remember a day when i wanted to be like everybody else and we have to give ourselves permission to be free of who we are whatever that means and so yes james i'm sorry you you got me on a rant over here see i have to stay on mute because i talk while i was talking i'm like yes preach Mm -hmm." yes so i I have to stay on mute so that's why y'all see my mouth moving all the time so yes i have to i have to mute myself on my own podcast
0: no i'm glad you uh, unmuted i'm very glad (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> i'm sorry but you are absolutely right and and to, to go back to what you said we have to have grace i'm gonna use cootie mac we gotta have grace with ourselves and stop judging ourselves because yeah. one of the reasons Sultana is on this podcast is because she's the the person that i go to to help me get out of my own way mm-hmm. she is the person that will say anika run with it anika stop anika it's this perfectionism stop it you know it's good enough let it go And, and today we're doing something I've been working on for three years because she held my hand and she said, you got this. She texted me in the middle of the week and said, you're on fire, like run with it. And I'm just like, you know what, for those of us who build other people, you said, James, this is the village. You know, you, you just gave me, you gave me validation because for four years I've been trying to build a village. And that's why we have panels. We can't grow if we're stuck in our own head and we only adopt our own ideas.
0: This, this is going to sound kind of random, but so uh, I've been watching that show, The Book of Boba Fett on Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I just just heard this quote and it's so fitting to what we're talking. It says, persistence without insight will lead to the same outcome.
3: Ooh, yeah, Persist- that's called insanity.
0: Right? Persistence without insight. And that's ultimately what we're talking about is insight Yep. It persists, but we need to have insight around it. We need, we need to be open to these new things, these new mm-hmm. ways without that. It's just the same old song. And we already all know we're all, we're, we're, we're being real. It doesn't work. Nope. It's, it's BS and it's ruining us. It's killing the world. It's killing people's health and it's killing society. You know, it's, it's, div- it's creating division. Yep. Yep. And we need to come together and there's no way we can come together when it's that white male perspective, because they are not about togetherness. They're about themselves. It's about selfishness. Yep. And, 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 power. and power.
3: That's the key word right there. And the, the reality is it doesn't reflect our universe. That's not the, the majority. And, and so that whole mindset is not relevant. And yes, it's okay to have some ideas because everybody's ideas are valid. But when you intertwine and you innovate, you know, we have to evolve. We, we don't have the same air that we had in 1800. Clearly, <laughs> we've got pollution. We've got all these things. We're not sucking in the same air. You know, we can't do what we did in 1980. I've been talking to my mom lately about ALF. You know, my kids don't know about the gremlins and ALF. In all of our wonderful 80s and 90s TV shows and stuff, we can't live there, because that's not the world we're in. So it's, it's, it's insanity to try to adopt the same mindset and values and morals and behaviors and relationships that we had back in the day. I think my son asked me something about divorce last night. And I told him, I said, well, back then people didn't get divorced. You know, like you were an outcast if you got divorced. Well, today we live in the I phase where it's okay to put yourself first. If it's not working for you, then you have to do what's best for you instead of staying in toxic relationships. For back in the day, everybody knew their uncle was, was a drunk. Who does not have a drunk uncle? Everybody had a drunk uncle. Everybody had you know, somebody in their family that was doing drugs. They didn't change that. That was just how the family was. Well, we have to adopt new mindsets. There's treatments for that now. There's places you can go to change that. Change being the key word. It is okay to grow. Mm -hmm. It's okay to grow. And like you said, learning is supposed to be lifelong. And see, I have to like bring on guests. so I shut up because at the end of the day, I will go on tangent behind tangent. But ultimately what you're working with is about identifying what you have inside that you're hiding from the world. Because we all have gifts. We may be working in a job that our parents told us that we had to work. You know, because that's just what you're going to do. You're going to take the family business or you're going to go to law school or you're going to be a doctor. when ultimately you are creative and you you just, your mind doesn't even work like that. It's okay to be who you are, to use your skills, to use your past, to fuel your future. Because we didn't go through that stuff for us. We gave through that stuff to help somebody else get to where they're trying to go faster. But we got to be able to be transparent to be vulnerable, and to adopt a new mindset. And most of
1: all, ask for help. That's key, asking for help.
4: Yes. Before I jump in about, you know, what am am I doing? Samantha, you wanna talk about what you're doing?
2: (laughs) Yeah, uh, so, and it made such an important point of just always learning. You know, I never think I'm in a place, or no, no one is in a place of just, being stagnant but well, some people just try to be comfortable where they are but you always need to grow you always need to be learning something I think for me in this space it's just working on having balance especially when I'm just really loving on what I do just really be able to manage family you know with my two boys and relationship and just be able to manage those things while also really enjoying what I do and just having that you know balance with it so and I know it's not always about I'm kind of just getting into this harmony of what works for the day but I think just kind of really be able to work on that and uh, really be present for each area that I'm in.
4: Uh, In in my world you know uh, like I said I come primarily professionally as as a creative and music Mm -hmm. and and what I was always told and what I actually know is no matter how great like you know Prince is like the greatest musician I ever have witnessed and seen but I knew people that knew him and I had the opportunity to meet him. And the fact that this dude still practiced like he was notorious for his rehearsals being longer than his concerts. And he and he do the concert, but then he go into an after show for two hours after that, all the way up to the very end. The fact that that dude and I still can't play guitar as good as he did on his second album in 1979. So, you know, the fact that you, that, that anyone who's good knows, or anyone who's great knows they can be better, right? And my whole mantra, my whole brand is be your best daily, BYBD, and, and it's about just incremental steps, like just every day, just be better. Because think about it like this. First and foremost, the day starts technically at midnight, but for most of us, the day starts when we wake up, literally, metaphorically. So... You're going through a horrible day like I was on Monday. And at some point before I laid my head to go to sleep, I made up my mind that, you know, what, this day is over now. And I'm waking up and I'm about to have my best day starting now. Five minutes before I go to bed, I'm going to think about what it was that I didn't do right today. Let that go because I'm going to think about what I did do right today. How did I respond to that moment? Okay, boom, pat yourself on the back. What am I going to do? What's the one thing I'm going to do tomorrow before 11 o'clock that actually will make sure that tomorrow is immediately better than today was? Figured that out, and then I thought about what's just the sweetest thing in the world? What's just, what's just something really dope? And I thought about a conversation I had with my daughter And only then was I able to close my eyes and peacefully go to bed. Now a day is 24 hours long. So my day started around 10 30pm Monday night. And then I went to sleep and woke up in the middle of that day. And I purpose and I did everything I said I was going to do and I got on a roll and I immediately had a better day than I had the day before. Now, if you do that seven times, I call that, my, I call that the BYBD uh, bedtime blueprint, all right? So you, what you do is you, you congratulate yourself on what you did successfully that day. You think about what you're going to do successfully tomorrow, that one thing that you can't go to sleep before you figure out and accomplish, and then think of something really sweet that will just help you have sweet dreams, right? Once you've done the BYBD bedtime blueprint, then what you do, you had a great day. If you do that seven times, you've had a great week, right? Your best week. If you do that four times, you've had your best month. You do that 12 times, you've had your best year. You do that 10 times, you've had your best decade. Let's say you can't get to day four of that week. You know what you do? Wake up, start that day over again. Be your best daily. Just be, just all you gotta do because that's all we really have. I mean, we can plan. We can plan for what we're gonna do next month, next year. My birthday's in May, I got a plan for that, da, da 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 but all I know that I have is right now. So if I be my best right now and make that a habit on a daily basis, the rest will take care of itself. Those days will turn into weeks. Those successful weeks will turn into months. Those months will turn into years. Those years will turn into decades. And if anything trips that up, you start over. Days turns into weeks. Weeks turns into months. You see what I'm saying? So being your best daily. That's all I admonish myself first. And then anybody that that, that will hear me speak for 10 seconds. That's all I do. I just admonish you to be your best today. Yesterday was yesterday. Be your best today. And if you repeat that, you're good.
3: I was laughing because there are days when I wake up and I call it can't get right. Mm -hmm. And I will shut the day down early. But to your point, you talked about reflection and that's something that people don't take the time to do. And you cannot create any kind of change or improvement unless you reflect and it doesn't matter whether you do that in the morning and you can call it reflection you can call it meditation you can call it but it's a key it's mindfulness and too often we get in the hustle and bustle and we just go we just go like ripping and running just go I get up at 5 30 in the morning and I don't wake my children up because it gives me an hour to just be and do me I don't function when everybody else is awake. I need a minute. And at night, you know, I used to try to stay up with my kids and, you know, I didn't push bedtime because I was like, I need to spend as much time with them because I felt guilty for working till six and then giving them dinner. And then, you know, if you put some people, put their kids to bed at eight, I'm like, I don't even see my children, but now I get it. Like, okay, you need a wind down time. Like you, you did what you did. Okay. What did you do? And what are you going to do tomorrow? And so I get that. And we, we often think like when I was creating my, my business, I was like, what can I offer people? You don't realize that life skills aren't always taught. They're not always learned. And we can't assume that people know what we know. And that's the key to identifying what you're working with. What do people ask you all the time? What do people call you for? You know, you've got all these budding entrepreneurs that have no idea how to monetize their gift or identify their gifts. Like, what do people come to you for? What do they say about you? What has been your gift since you were a kid? Like, what do you see that the rest of the world doesn't see? And people may even say to you, you weird. Like, whatever, whatever. Because if Cootie Mac was talking to me about, you know, about, well, no, let's say James even talking about organ organ meats. (laughs) I'm sure he probably gets it more than anybody. I do. And, And I'm sure people have tried to deter you from doing what you're doing and said that there's no market for it
0: yeah absolutely they did
3: how do you get past that resistance what advice do you have for our listeners
0: oh I think it's connected to everything everyone's saying is you you have to believe you you have to feel it and believe believe it you have to and and, and it doesn't matter just just like you can't dictate I mean someone says oh you're ugly or you know they, they talk about something outside you know that's on outside of you right yep or if they say something about the inside of you if, if we we can't live for other people you have mm-hmm. you have to stand in your own confidence you have to and um and you know i i i didn't go in i don't go into my life's mission lightly i don't go in it just for oh i want to make money or mm-hmm. oh i just want to have fame or i just want to um i don't know what else uh, you know i i, I just want to get, I want to do this to show everyone that I'm better than them. You yeah. know what I mean? Whatever it is, right? I, you can't go about choosing your path for those reasons. It's got to be what's, what's directing your heart. It's got to be a heart centered path. It's got to mm-hmm. be, it's got to be coming from you because, yep. and, and then I believe when it is, then everything we're all talking about falls into place. It all falls into place. Cause if you're in joy, you spread joy and you mm-hmm. also attract joy right? But you can't fabricate it, you have to be in it. And you also have to be graceful, as we've talked about, you have to be present, as we talked about with it, because there are going to be days where you don't feel joy. And that's okay. You have to be human. Yep, that's it. Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. I want to go to Samantha. Samantha, as a trauma expert, I know you probably get that resistance more than that. And if anything, people just avoid you altogether. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I know I know how that game goes. So I want you to give our listeners some advice as we wrap up, um, you know, as into how they can be authentic with themselves. You know, you've got some people who may want to come to therapy, who may want to work on themselves, but, you know, they, they seek counsel or even support from people and they advise them against it Mm -hmm. what advice do you have we're talking about what you're working with somebody's out there that knows that they need help they know that they need to process this they know that they need to heal deal and grow what's your Mm -hmm. advice to that listener today
2: I think it's really paying attention of are you being are you in a place where you're trying to be who someone's telling you to be or are you being who you are you know, just being in an authentic space. And so if you're not feeling just at peace with what's going on, what's going around, you find yourself, you know, constantly anxious or constantly stressed and you're going to family, but you find yourself, you're listening to them, but you're still stressed out. You're still anxious. It's it's that time for you to be able to really talk with somebody. And then sometimes it's not the first person that you meet, but continuously getting like you do with the doctor. You're not, it's not always the first doctor. You're continuously seeing until you get the person that's right for you so really just paying attention with you know how you're feeling and you know what's going on around you And if you're not feeling that just that peace in your life at this current moment
3: I appreciate that because you said specifically are you living for you or are you living for somebody else and that's right. clear that's clear cut and dry because there's a lot of people that aren't living their true authentic self so I want to ask each of you, first, I want to thank you each for being here. This was amazing. But now I want to ask you to tell listeners how to find you, any, give them any last words of advice and where to find you Start with Cody Mac.
4: Thank you again. Thanks for having us. Uh- all of y'all are amazing. I feel blessed already for just being a part of this. So um, yes, yeah, so I'm Cootie Mack. Um, you can find me on Instagram. Direct message me. If you heard me here and something I said to you really spoke to you, direct message me on Instagram at K-U-T-I-M-A-C-K and let me know what you heard me here and I'll give you something that will I promise you will help you, make you better than you were before you reached out to me just on the strength of you hearing me here. So you can find me there on Facebook. I'm at BYBD Fitness and online. You can find me at bybdfitness.com. Again, all you have to do is be your best
0: today, every day.
3: Love that. All right, James.
0: Uh, Yeah, thank you again for having me on. Um, You can find uh, more about the organs organ seasoning that i mentioned you can find us on eatpluck.com and you can follow us uh on instagram or facebook at eatpluck it's p-l-u-c-k and then i'm personally um on instagram at chef james barry that's barry with an a b-a-r-r-y all right
3: and samantha
2: And and again, everyone, it's been amazing. So thank you. You can find me on my business of Moving Beyond You. So at Moving Beyond You on Instagram or on my personal Instagram at IamSamantha.a. You can find me there if you need help with anything within groups or services or just need someone to talk or ask a question and make sure to be able to get that answer for you or give you just some tips on how to just free yourself from anxiety or stress. So you can live a life of peace. I want, Like you're saying, I want you to be at your best.
3: All right, Siltona, any last words for listeners and tell them how to find you?
1: Um, Just stay encouraged, beloved. Anyone who's listening to me or knows me, that's what I say. And please remember that you are truly amazing. Each one of you, it's been a pleasure. It's been my honor to be here in this space with each one of you. And anyone that wants to reach out to me, my name is spelled C-I-L-T-O-N-A, You can find me by that name on Instagram. You can find me by that name on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Don't hit me up on Twitter. Don't check that too often. But on the other social media tracks, um, you can find me. So um, let's stay in touch. If you ever need a word of encouragement, I have one for you. If you need a daily affirmation, I have one for you. If you need a virtual hug, I got one for you. Everyone be great and be blessed.
3: All right. I want to thank each of you for being here today. You know, I hope that listeners, you got something out of today that somebody here resonated with you. And I hope that you have learned today that tomorrow is guaranteed to be greater than today. Believe in yourself. It's a new year. It's a new day and success is waiting on you. So thank you for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika and Sultona. And as always, stay powerful.